Welcome to Elevations, new perspectives on science, technology, education, and the arts. I'm your host, Amy Reynolds. You know, one of the greatest influences on my career was a theater professor I had at Kent State Stark, Phil Robb. He was a fantastic teacher, a wonderful mentor, and I, I, I don't know that I'd be where I am without his guidance. What's it like to have to come up with holiday entertainment for the stage every year? Holly Barkdahl can answer that question. For 29 years, she and her husband, Dennis O'Connell, have been doing just that for Magical Theater Company as its managers or keepers of all things magical. Holly's a former Kent State Stark student who was on her way to a career somewhere else when she and Dennis found magic in Barberton. Thanks for being here, Holly. Well, thank you for having me. I should also note that your career has taken you to 22 of our 50 states, in addition to here in Northeast Ohio. But I'd like to talk about holiday shows. What was the first holiday show you ever had to pick and produce? That would be our very, very first show at Magical Theater Company. We got married October 17th, went on our honeymoon, came back and made the call and found out that the board at Magical Theater Company had accepted our proposal and they said, can you get a show up? And this was on November 1st. They said, can you get a Christmas show up? We said, sure. And we said, what the heck are we going to do? Money was tight. We knew that we were probably going to need to write our own adaptation to save on royalties. And Disney's Beauty and the Beast just happened to be out and a huge success, the film. So we decided to ride the coattails of Beauty and the Beast. And Dennis wrote uh, an adaptation for us. And that was our Christmas show that first year. How did the process of getting holiday shows together evolve after that? Well, it, it's a challenge. Choosing the season, not just Christmas, but choosing the season is the hardest thing we do. Because we really, we walk a tightrope. We have to balance two different audiences. Our schools that come, they bring kids in for school matinees. And then on weekends, we have performances for families. And they always, sometimes don't always want to see the same things. So we have to find the right balance. At Christmas, we try to appeal to a wider age range. It, at first, it was easy because we hadn't done any. Uh, but then as time goes on, you start using titles and doing titles and like, okay, we need something new. We need something new. Our audiences, it doesn't appear to us in the 29 years we've been here, they don't want to see the same thing every year. You know, some theaters will do Christmas Carol every year for 30 years. And our audiences, they don't want to see the same show every Christmas. We have um, a rotation that we have several, like four or five scripts that we have done that we really, really like, and we will recycle and, and redo those every few years. That's really interesting. You mentioned that your very first show was an adaptation. Do you mostly adapt your own stories or do you use established scripts? Early on, like I said, when money was really tight, we ended up doing a lot of our own adaptations. But now, um, if we can't find what we need and we, we have a story that's in the public domain that we can adapt, we will do that. But no, most of the scripts we do now come from publishing houses. I would imagine there's something extra special about doing holiday shows. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, it's, I'm a huge Christmas fan to begin with. For me, it's it's just a no-brainer, you know, when I'm directing the Christmas show, it's it's so much fun and it's it's a lot of work. And what's interesting is because we're working so much here at the theater, Christmas in our personal life gets pushed by the wayside. Like our tree just got put up, but it doesn't have any lights on it. And I and I haven't Christmas shopped yet. But 
we're really making Christmas for a lot of families here. You know, it's a tradition for them. Several families that have been coming since the children were little, they're now grown and some have kids of their own. You know, we see all the little girls in their velvet Christmas coats and dresses and everybody just, you know, a little happier, a little merrier. And it's an honor to be part of these families' traditions. That's wonderful. How did you come to direct most of these shows as opposed to Dennis or somebody else taking on the director role? Well, we we split. We do four resident shows every season and two tours. So I direct two of the resident and one of the tours and Dennis directs two of the resident productions and one of the tours. It falls to, do I have a favorite one that I would like to direct? Is Dennis really dying to direct something? Or else it just works out schedule-wise. So it's kind of funny that I have ended up directing so many of the Christmas shows, but I'm not complaining because I like it. Speaking of favorites, do you have a favorite Christmas or holiday show? There's so many that I really, really enjoy. But our, our current production, A Christmas Carol, This is the fifth time we have produced this particular script. It's an adaptation that I fell in love with the first time I read it. I I just really love directing it, love watching it, and the actors all love doing it. It's just, it's special to us. You've been with Magical Theater Company for 29 years now. Do you have any big 30th year plans for December 2022? Oh boy, I, I would just like to be back and running like normal. We, you know, we've made so many plans during this pandemic. I jokingly said, you know, once in, in a meeting on Zoom, I'm I'm on plan W, but <laughs> that really, really wasn't a joke because we just had to keep keep coming up with, you know, new plans and okay, what if we're able to open here? What if we're able to open there? Oops, okay, that's not happening. Let's let's redo the plan. Um, so we're just right now we're taking it. We're taking it day by day. We decided to to do a Christmas carol to reopen for Christmas. We're thrilled that we did, but we don't know when our next show is going to be. We don't even know if we will do one in the spring. We're we're just waiting to see what happens with with everything. And so year 30, even though it's right around the corner, seems so far away right now, just in terms of things are not back to normal. And in a pre-COVID world, I would say, yeah, baby, we've got a lot of big plans but um, we're just gonna we're just gonna take it slowly right now. Well, we're we're sending lots of good wishes to you all to be able to continue to make these incredibly special contributions to people's holiday traditions, uh, and hopefully you'll be back for your thirtieth year with with some really incredible work for the community. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Holly. We appreciate it. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you. We've been talking with Holly Barkdahl, keeper of all things magical at Magical Theater Company. Elevations is produced by Joe Gunderman and John Nungesser. I'm Amy Reynolds, Dean of Kent State's College of Communication and Information. Join us every Saturday morning on 89.7 and hear this and past interviews at wksu.org slash elevations.